Hello, I am Alex Carberry, the British-based herbalist and author. You can find me at www.alexcarberry.net. These podcasts deal with issues of health, life balance, and psychology. This episode addresses what we can do to strengthen the neuroendocrine core, spoken about in episode 8. I will give you three tips that have proven clinical effectiveness. These three tips are the core of my method of regenerating the neuroendocrine core, and the knowledge of them has been personally acquired by hard experience. The hypothalamus controls the circadian rhythms of these three axes. The HPA axis dealing with stress, the HPG axis dealing with the reproductive system, and the HPT axis dealing with metabolism. Circadian rhythms are the daily rhythms through which our bodies harmonize with the cycle of night and day. When the neuroendocrine core is overstressed, the harmonious coordination begins to break down, that is, the harmonious coordination with day and night. As this happens, our sleep patterns break down. Once these begin to break down, the response of the rhythms within the day, known as ultradian rhythms, begin to break down also. At this point, our immune response and the metabolic capacity to respond to everyday stresses and environmental changes begins to malfunction. This is what I call dysregulation. Often, autoimmune disease, depressive and anxiety disorders, imbalanced psychological states, and a host of other conditions will emerge. The most effective thing we can do to protect our neuroendocrine core is to go to bed early. Sleep at night between the hours of 9 to 5 a.m. is the best insurance against the breakdown of the neuroendocrine core. If you are already in the situation of neuroendocrine core damage, you will need to take action to recover sleep. The restoration of sleep is always an important factor in clinical success. Sleep between the hours of 9 to 5 is the most restorative, and the earlier within this window you sleep, the better the quality of sleep. This is the most important factor in the regeneration of this axis. The the next piece of advice is regularity of patterns and habits, and this is another important factor. Daily, our biorhythms have to entrain themselves to harmonize with our environments, but they also have to prepare us for things that we usually do, and regularity of rhythm allows our bodies to really harmonize and prepare us. As humans, we need variety and change, so our basic rhythms have to take this into account. Meal times, sleep times, social times, etc. should be rhythmic to allow our bodies and psyche to harmonize with these rhythms and prepare rather than being forced to change and to f- and find readiness in chaotic rhythm
This forces excessive engagement of the HPA axis stress response and regularity of patterns and habits lessens the engagement of the stress response. The third is to decompress our emotional lives. We have to give time to, to figuring out our emotional and psychological stresses and seek help in dealing with them. Emotions are physiological, meaning that we experience them in our bodies. Remember your emotional experiences and touch the parts of the body that in which the feelings change as, your, as, as you remember. Then see how your posture and breathing has changed. What are the thoughts that follow this experience? Do you enter cycles or loops of thought when they are brought to mind? Explore your emotions and how they affect you. Is there anything you do when you have certain types of emotions? Emotions precede consciousness itself, and so they are often the hidden influencer of the very way that we see the world. This is why we talk about waking up on the right or wrong side of the bed, meaning that often the way that we feel in the morning upon waking may often influence our entire experience and behavior throughout that day. If you wish to address this emotional space, take a long walk daily of at least 30 minutes to process what you discover. Emotions engage the neuroendocrine core, and so we have to get a hold of the pattern and texture of our lives and decompress the negative emotions and patterns that bring them about. Excessive anger, frustration, bitterness, sadness, remorse, or any other emotion will throw our physiology out of balance and will lead to dysregulation, which then leads to disease. To deal with our emotions, we have to change our diet of experiences and improve the quality of our relationships. In the same way that we would not eat poisons, we have to recognize poisonous experiences and relationships and remove them from our diets. In our society, at least one in every four persons has experienced mental illness. Do not be ashamed to seek professional help. If you find your emotional landscape too difficult to deal with, seek professional help. The herb basil is an excellent support during emotional decompression. Start drinking basil tea daily for at least a week or two before you start to deal with emotional decompression. This herb is a popular Ayurvedic herb. Read up on it. An often repeated piece of advice in my clinic is, what is caused by poor lifestyle and diet cannot truly be solved by medicines. This means that poor lifestyle and diet of food and experiences have to be addressed. We cannot expect optimum health if we are undermining our health in this way. Please subscribe to receive weekly episodes of these podcasts. If you need an appointment, contact me via my website at www.alexcarberry.com.
www.thepeacekeeper.net or contact me on social media. You can get my book on personality types called Know Yourself on Amazon. The contents of these podcasts are my opinions based upon a decade of research, study, and clinical experience. The opinions of my guests are their opinions, and we accept no liability for the opinions of our guests. These podcasts are for information purposes, and since each person is unique, you must consult a medical professional to ensure appropriate medical advice and treatment. We accept no liability resulting from the information presented in these podcasts.